0: Chapter 35 Kundalini Rising Right when I thought it was all over, I found myself plummeting back into the depths of despair until I landed on the very bottom where the energy was dense and pitch black. Hopeless and crushed, the journey seemed all for nothing. As I lay in the fetal position, I could not help but imagine the mother, the goddess of all, and the panther, my beloved father, looking down at me. Why had they given up? What had I done that she allowed me to slip away? Only a moment ago I was in heaven beside them, and now I lay among a pile of bones and ashes yet again. Taking in my surroundings, I realized I'd fallen into a graveyard, the essence of all hopelessness. "'We have to go,' said a woman's voice. My head jumped upright when I heard the sounds of bones being kicked aside. A woman was running, trekking through the same graveyard, and she was getting closer. Rising to my feet, I was able to peer over the hills of ashes to see a bright white light coming closer. Run! Right. she screamed. There was nothing here but her, and now the essence of divinity came towards me while a bright white hue emerged on the top of her head like a royal crown. Extending my arms wide to hug her, I was certain this was the Divine Mother. That High Priestess had taken another form to come and rescue me. But as she came, rather than embrace me, she grabbed my hand and pulled me with her as we scampered over the bones. I don't understand. Trust me, my child, we must hide, she said. From what? Somewhere behind us, I heard giant wings flapping. It was not until I heard the screech of the dragon that I knew we were doomed. This woman pulled me onward but her light was too bright. Everywhere she went, we stuck out like glowing candlelight. Soon the dragon chased after us as it circled from above while those giant wings propelled high winds against the ground where bones were swept away like dust. The woman and I had no choice but to crawl and seek cover among the remains of this graveyard. Digging through the ashes, we pulled the debris of the deceased creatures over us. The mother lay on top of me while I looked into her eyes there I saw my reflection, for in that moment it was all perfect. I was home with her, in all her glory and light, illuminated to my brightest potential. Just as she opened her mouth to speak a word, to tell me what I needed to hear most, the dragon's claws rained on her and ripped her body away. Gasping in horror, I could not utter another word. Her light was taken from me, and now I lay in the pit of death alone, and if I cried out for her, I too would be dead, but without her light, was there any use to go on living? Trembling in this body, my tender heart longed for a solution, and within seconds it became clear what must be done, and so I would risk it all trying to honor her truth. Peering through the darkness, my eyes followed the trail of her light where I saw the dragon take her to a high mound towering over the deceased carcasses that had fallen victim to the dragon. Vultures circled her from above and as the beast settled on top of the mountain, it began tying her to a post with her arms tight behind her back. The beast pulled the bandana over her eyes when the mother's light illuminated this dragon's seven long necks, with only six heads towering out over this pit of despair. One of its seven heads had been severed and cut free, while the other six began peering over the land to come back in search of me. Sly like a snake and simple like a dove, My layers were smudged with ashes while the dragon's wings fluttered from above. Standing beside a giant bone, I took hold of the club and began tiptoeing up toward the vulture mountain. I remember what my mother had given up for me. It was she who sacrificed her own life to give me an experience of my own. Yes, she was the reason the universe was eternal, because the universe does not live for itself, but rather it gives life to others as it transforms. I felt the flame of our light burning from within the center of my soul. Brother Fire's flames were silent, but my heart was powerful and strong. Covering myself with more ashes, I became one with the emptiness of death where my soul belonged. Running toward the mother, she was tied so tight that she started to choke. And that's when I heard the painter's roar within my soul when the Heavenly Father spoke. You must always trust yourself and have faith that you belong. You won't always be right, but be fearless of being wrong. Remember you've been through battles no one else would dare attack. This is your moment to rise up and never look back. Every true original walked a path they paved. Be certain and determined. Be confident and brave. Fear is a dream killer. You have to prove it wrong. Being afraid doesn't make you weak, but overcoming makes you strong. Approaching the edge of the vulture mountain where my mother was held captive, I saw the scavengers flying high over her waiting to feast upon her body. Creeping over the bones and ashes, goosebumps erupted over me like a shield of divine armor. The father continued speaking through the depths of my mind. With any leap of faith, there's the possibility you'll fall. But the most dangerous risk is risking nothing at all. Fear the sky with no moon. Be afraid of a brutal storm. But whatever you fear, face every form. Trekking higher up the mountain to where the Divine Mother of Light was tied up, I saw there were eight giant swords thrust into the ground around her. As long as I could reach her, then I could cut away the restraints that bound her to the post. One step after the other, I traversed to the peak of Vulture Mountain in silence while the dragon flew over the land in search of me. Now the father whispered again when I heard his voice flowing through my third eye. Life is about possibility, beyond traditional thought. Because you have what it takes, but it takes everything you've got. It's why things seem impossible, until they're actually done. Start believing you can win before the battle has begun. Among exhaustion and pain, have faith at all costs. Give all your strength and trust that no cause is lost. Never surrender to likelihood, do not forfeit to probability. If the idea can exist, then there exists a possibility. At the edge of the mountain's peak, tiptoeing to the goddess, her eyes were blindfolded when I came beside her and placed my hand in hers. Mother, your son has come to save you. I am here to set you free, I whispered in her ear. Run. My light is a curse, and so the darkness will be a blessing to you. Go hide in the emptiness, and the dragon will never find you." She was pure love, and that is why she was the Divine Mother, because she would do anything to protect her children, even if it meant giving up her own life. Please, my son, you will make your mother proud if you survive, she whispered, but I cannot abandon you. I made a vow to protect your holy light, and I would rather die fighting for your honor than to ever lose sight. Let the dragon come after us, but I will not give up on my Divine Mother. For I am one of your warriors who swore to protect the life of all others. Taking hold of one of the eight swords, I pulled it from the mountaintop and began cutting the ropes, releasing the Divine Mother. One by one, her restraints fell free, and just as I pulled the blindfold off from her eyes, she peered into my soul when we began to glow brighter than ever before. The dragon screeched as its wings beat violently over the pit of death below. Standing atop Vulture Mountain, I stepped in front of the mother as the dragon came hurling towards us. Covered in ashes, I raised the sword high and roared like my father as I was ready and willing to die. The dragon's darkness swallowed me like an eternal night's bedsheets and covers. The dragon's six heads began devouring me while only death was left to discover. And so this is my apology for all life's terrible things. We are haunted by unspeakable memories living with the pain that it brings. How bad is your suffering? Was it death in the family or despairing depression? Hidden behind every soul's eyes is an unseen oppression. I cannot feel your pain. It may never be understood. For the things you've endured are things no person should. Even though it happened, search for faith over dismay. It was never your fault that it happened this way. Helpless and hopeless Death was like a demon, and it was calling my name. But before it finished me off, I witnessed the mother make sounds no boy could ever explain. Her rage grew far worse than that, for I was her only child, and now the Divine Mother began glowing red when her wrath turned wild. What started as a seed of the mother's love had become more ferocious than a megalodon shark. Multiple arms grew out from her body, and I watched the purest woman turn dark. Only a moment ago she appeared simple and chaste, but now deathly screams howled through the air. I watched the mother face the dragon after she transformed into a giant bear. Roaring through the darkness, even the dragon tried to hold its ground, but the mother took a stand and she would not back down. Then her form changed again, turning crazy like a pregnant tigress. Supreme and almighty, the Divine Mother was devastating and righteous, leaping at the dragon Her form transmuted into an ancient snake. Taking a bite out of one of the six heads, I watched the dragon's neck break. The beast cried out in pain. Only five heads remained. The dragon flew away and deserted the Divine Mother, leaving me dripping in blood stains. Mother, I am dying. Remind me of your name before I go. And so the goddess spoke. I am the emptiness. I am impossible to know.